<laughs> that's what we opening with. We are starting right now. Yeah. I, you just put me on some. Uh, yeah. So, break a leg, huh? Yeah. So you know why people say break a leg before you go on stage? It's because you'll end up in a cast. And I was like, oh shit. How long have I been saying this phrase without knowing that? That's like them posts when you see how long have you uh, have you when how how old are how old were you when you figured this out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they be like today uh, today aware or something like what yeah, today <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you I was today years old. Yeah, you're like oh I didn't know that that's what that would use for. <laughs> yeah, that's wild though because you'll end up in the cast. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened with the Redskins and their last two quarterbacks. The last two quarterbacks. They, they, they did not have <laughs> in the cast, no. Oh, they got the cast. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just not. They didn't get cast in. So if you're a quarterback and they're like, um, you know, the Redskins want to pick you up, would you do it? I don't know, because Robert to... Griffin, that's yeah. where he left. Leg injury. Oh, leg injury, yeah. Right? Uh... Alex Smith broke, Alex Smith. broke mm-hmm. two bones in his leg. Oh no! And then Cole McCoy mm. broke a bone in his leg. Mm. And now uh, Mark Sanchez coming along. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yo, <laughs> I'll be down at every. If they come and looking like they're gonna tackle me, I'm, I'm throwing the ball down. But what if you fall and then or you, you bounce the That's ball? That's how they broke their legs. The, the, the person fell on their leg. Uh, yeah, they got rolled over. Oh and, no! Yeah, yeah, and you just saw their foot dangling. Yo, look, I'm gonna just be honest, man. I. Growing up, I had no interest in playing football, man. I was just, it was just too much going on. Like, I saw people break their necks. Yeah. Know, break backs. I'm yeah. Like, in it's high school. Story. Yeah. Like, I remember. So, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember when they convinced me to go out to football. And because it was right around the time where I was more open to trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I played, you know, the regular sports when you go to high school. I played basketball. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I played baseball. And then I think I played soccer. I actually started the soccer team in my school. And then my boy convinced me to run track. Did that. And then a natural transition, because all these guys who play these sports, because of the seasons, the track football. runners play football. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, let's go play football. So I was a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I ran track, so I was fast. I'm t- I was taller. Than, I was like 5'11 and slim. And so I was a prototypical wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was, I, I think because I was ignorant, I didn't care where they threw the ball. Mm-hmm. They threw the ball down the middle. Guess what? I'm going down the middle to get it. It's mm-hmm. just the ball to catch it. Yeah, nope. So then dude had hit me. And then like the world just seemed like it just went around in a circle. I landed. And I, you know how you move everything, make sure you're all right? Mm-hmm. I moved everything, make sure I was good. Did and you walk then, up the field? I walk. No, I got up. <laughs> and then I just started taking off my stuff. <laughs> yes, I would do too. I was like, what are you doing? I'm done. I said, that dude there hit me like that, and I'm his ride home. <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine what a stranger going to do. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not playing football, man. <laughs> That's, I'm his ride home, man. We used to play football like in the streets, you know what I mean, growing up. And uh, I was fast, and he used to have the crazy juke moves. Yeah. So I never used to get tackled too much, but I remember just watching football, like my cousin, and I'm like, yo, I'm never playing football. Yeah. This is something I'm not going to do. And um, uh, my father moved to Scattaway and they had a really, really good high school football team. Mm-hmm. And the dudes on their team were like grown men. I'm like, why are you that big? What, what do you... <laughs> 
What are, you, what are you eating? Think about what the dudes look like in Louisiana, in Texas. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot imagine. And then you gotta, you want me to run through him, or you want him to touch me? Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, break break a leg. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I think I felt it. Oh mm-hmm. man. But yeah, I, I got out of there quick, man. Yeah, I would, I would, oh, yeah. I got out of there quick. Yo, what do you think about uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo? Say his name again? Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I can't say his name. You can't say know. his name? Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> um, after, after the guy for the Knicks stepped over him, he said he's going to punch him this next time. I mean, he should have did it that time. Don't be, you know what I'm saying? Don't be having an energy yeah. now. Even I think he didn't know what was, was going on. Like, like oh, you by time, By the time the dude stepped over him, though, it was kind of over. You know? Remember when Drake went, uh, who did that? To, uh, LeBron. Tried to do it to Draymond. LeBron, I mean, yeah. Draymond was like, not, not happening today. Yeah. That's why he got suspended. But, I mean. Yeah, but yeah, Drake. Disrespect, man. But, but you know what, though? When he did dunk on him, uh, that was amazing. Yeah. Because he kind of, the, the first dude, he hit him with the Euro stiff arm. Yeah, like, like, yo, get off. Hand bang. Giannis kind of trying to come from behind. Came late. Came, came late. late. Yeah, but. But Giannis jumped over one of your players. So. Yeah. He was, he, and he was in the way. The dude just landed and stepped. Yeah. He didn't actually go out his way to step over. Yeah. And Giannis is about 10 feet long. So. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, crazy. So but, <laughs> <laughs> but you remember when Giannis jumped over Tim Hardaway? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Julian. Julian. Yeah. 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 I think Giannis really is one of them dudes that. He's an alien. Yeah. Because, I mean, people talk about Kevin Durant, right? Okay, Durant. He is, you know, one of those players where you can't really figure out how in the world he's he, able to do what he does. He's the best but scorer. if Giannis developed a shot. Yeah, I don't know if he would be able to develop a shot. Not a Kevin consistent. Durant has. Kevin Durant is the best scorer in the league. True. Like, there's no... True. You could say other players are better players. You can do yeah. all players. But there's never been a greater scorer than Kevin Durant. I think, you know... What I'm unsure about with Kevin Durant is his mentality. No, like, his mentality is I'm going to score on anybody. No, what I'm saying is, like, when it's time for him to lead a team. So, like, you know how, like, Wes Westbrook, you had you got to kind of see who he was when you took all the pieces away. The same yeah. thing with uh, James Harden. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you, Durant had two seasons where he had He had the one season when um, Russell was hurt. And he had yeah. to carry them the whole season, which he did. Yeah. And then during the stint with Curry... He would have carried them further had it not been for Draymond and getting into his head. But the thing is, was that really Draymond, or was that? I mean, because when I look at that, they blame you know they Draymond it took was that. Draymond. I mean, like even him, if but... it's even if it's like all right, everybody knows like you might leave. Yeah. But like for Draymond, the way he was saying it and the way he was going about it, like you trying to put him in the corner, like. You know, like, it's not necessary right now. I think now. that was more emotional, though. I think that was emotional because of the game already. They were losing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Still, like, that was just... like, everybody has emotions. But Draymond yeah. just got to go too far. And then then it causes the team to have to react. Then you have to talk about it more. And he yeah. probably don't even want to talk about it. And it's not a big deal. Then it becomes a big deal. Then yeah. you're like, yo. And now I still got to go out here and carry this team because Steph Curry's not here. True. So it's like, yeah. but It is an internal rift. But I think that that's one of those things, too, man. Like, when you have business versus like uh, ambition, mm-hmm. when you have them, when it's kind of like when yeah. you, it, they're connecting right now, and it's like yeah. I would want uh, if I was a player on the team, I would want some definitiveness of from him. But yeah. at the same time, same from time a business standpoint, like you're not in you his know. position, yeah. like you know, like he's gonna do whatever it takes to maximize a dollar, and I am so for that. Like all this loyal to the team and loyal. 
Come on, bro. But you know what? A thing is, and I and I say the Warriors are good for that, where they actually do uh, sacrifice for the team. They do. They and I think that. But it's a particular person. But absolutely, like, it's like it's like for example, it's easy for Clay Thompson and Steph Curry to sacrifice. Why? True. Because their parents were professional athletes. They True. come from an affluent neighborhood. They went to great school. They have a great support system. But then when you Kevin Durant and your mom's from PG County. Well, and it's you. Your mentality is different when you want to get this money. I think early on that's... that's no, I think the character... I think later you're on, born like that. No, no, no. But I think... I'm not saying that... It's kind of like saying like a, a person that, that come from a particular neighborhood, once they grow up, you still... Like, your, your sense is still there when you see some stuff that reminds you of the past. Yeah. You still notice it. Even if, yeah, you've, yeah. Been, even if you've been far removed from it. But, uh, so I'm yeah. saying... But I'm that, saying it's easier for them to sacrifice because it's not like they have to carry their entire family. True. You know what I mean? Like, but... But Kevin Durant hasn't had an issue monetarily for a very, very well, long time. That's true, but he hasn't right. had one of those big contracts either. The way that everybody else is getting it, he's not getting it. But if you look at it, neither does Steph Curry's dad. Well, yeah, Steph, Steph Curry hasn't had it. Steph Curry's dad. But I'm not, I'm not saying that. Like, you, that. You I'm just saying, like, like as far as, like, family did, money did, situation. Did, like, just different situations. Dale Curry was never a premier player. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, growing up in different environments True. has I a great influence on, like, how you're yeah. going to adjust. Because but Kevin Durant you, you actually grew up in a pretty like, solid stuff. Like, yeah. you know, he didn't have what the Currys have, for yeah, sure. Yeah, So but, just, like, you know, you grow up, you say, like, all right. Um, but his Nike contract is ridiculous, bro. Yeah, his Nike contract is ridiculous. It's better than most. Yeah, he next. had that Nike contract before uh, James Harden had the ridiculous contract and all that. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, his next know. contract is gonna be ridiculous wherever yeah. he goes. I mean, like he he wants the max dollars and max he can get, and I don't blame you. When you're the best in the world, you won three, two or three, two times now, three times. I don't yeah. know how many times he won. And, and you multiple MVP. time MVP. Yeah. yeah, it's like yo, I am demanding the maximum. Like that's what I say. Right. I'm interested to see where he goes and what he does with that because my thing is like uh, I want to see because the thing is like all right. When Russell Russell Westbrook got injured, he had to carry him for that pretty much that whole season, right? Mm-hmm. Until like I think he didn't come back until like the second round of playoffs or something yeah, like yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. But you knew he was gonna come back, right? Mm-hmm. So you knew at the end of the day you're you gonna have a release on. valve that's right. gonna come here eventually. Maybe mm-hmm. not, eh, but I'm just saying when you're the guy. Yeah, but I don't think in this NBA, in this particular NBA, you can. There's no longer a point in on any team where one person will be the guy. There will always be the guys. Well, you I cannot compete. Depends. You're not See, winning. The, but that's the thing, though, and that's what, and that's the interesting thing. So, Kevin Durant, right now, right? If Steph Curry gets injured, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant has a similar skill set as Steph Curry as far as like the shooting. You can't stop his range. Yeah, even if he's standing right, in front yeah. of you, he's seven. Yeah. He's like seven two. Yeah, he's you can't shooting block his shot. Yeah, he's not. not blocking it. So it's similar to Steph Curry in the sense where Steph Curry is unpredictable. He would pull up right at the half court. Right. But Kevin Durant could pull up right in front of you. He may as well be at half court because you don't you can't guard it. Right. You can't even see the ball. And so, mm-hmm. and you still have all those shooters around you. Mm-hmm. So it's similar like with LeBron and everything. They want to the shooters around him. So he wasn't gonna pass the ball, but if he did, it was gonna go to the person who could put it in the bucket. In the bucket yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you go to with Kevin Durant next team, and that's the thing in the NBA, all the shooters have been uh, put on like just like five teams. Concentrated team, right? It's concentration of great shooters, right? Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like when Kevin Durant goes to the next team, like how is it? How is he gonna interact? Because 
you you know you can't win with one person. But when is he gonna realize that? Or is he gonna come in knowing that already? And that I think he's gonna come in knowing. Player? Like I, I think that he's gonna come in knowing because I think this next move is purely about dollars. Absolutely. So it's just like. If you go to the Knicks, he's not gonna have that. Yeah, he's so I don't, have I don't to think be he cares about. He's like, he's like, I got two championships. I don't really care. You know, I just want as much money as I can get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I can understand some people who feel kind of weird about it, but at the same time, like, if I had an opportunity to make as much money as I could possibly make ever, mm-hmm. and like one check, yeah, or, you know, one, you know, so like. Give me the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. He's still a young dude. People, yeah. People I know. He's only 20. He's just turned 30. Just turned 30. Yeah. So it's just like, come yeah. on. He got at least, I say, four points. But now. he's tall, so he can shoot. So he has a long time. Like, he can take care of his legs. He could peek a ball into yeah. his 40s. Yeah. He's like really LeBron. good. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron is a different type of beast, man. I don't know what's going on with that, man. Yeah. It's really I mean, they say he spent $4 million a year to maintain his body. As he should. Like, yeah. I mean, why not? That's your that's it's your money maker. You make an investment in that shit. So that <laughs> mean, is he getting implants? Is what's going on with it? <laughs> Cat <Cap> implants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he had a, he had a pod, they had a listen to a podcast with his uh, trainer and LeBron speaking mm-hmm. about their training regimen. So he was like basically like sleep is a big thing, icing, rest, uh, diet. He's very strict on the season. Um, a lot of wine. Yeah, a lot of red wine. A lot of red wine. Man, have you seen that thing with the genetically modified babies? Yeah, the Chinese China? dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you, he took. Uh, it was something about the uh, the AIDS thing he took away from or something, right? Uh, that was the, the it was thing twins that he did, that he yeah. did like right. Yeah, he he uh, took away the whatever was what caused AIDS or something like that. He took it out of yeah. Him. Yeah, and you he know, said he got one in his stash somewhere too. But you know what's crazy? Uh, they said since he made that announcement, no one's seen him since. In China, yeah, <laughs> they China. haven't seen yo, him. Yo, the government didn't like that. Yo, the government did not like that. They were like, yo, man, like, <laughs> like, yo, what are you doing, man? We that we didn't okay this. You didn't talk to us. You can't make this announcement. Yeah. Yo, yo, you, yo, look. It's people that don't believe that, man. Like, they don't believe that conspiracies exist, bro. No, like, no, no. I mean, they in, in China, especially. China, you know, Russia. Or, yeah, you, you know. know there are even the Jamal uh, Kasagi, the yeah, dude got that killed on the tape. And we still like, man, I yeah, wonder you gotta, who did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There are certain rules, man, you got to follow, man. You can't disrespect the Chinese government. You can't disrespect these governments. Like, you have to. You don't don't you think you're above the law. You know, you, hey. Did you check with somebody? Before you start making babies in here, like a 3D make an announcement, like you dropping a mixtape or something. What are you doing? <laughs> you out here print babies out like three D printing and stuff, right? Like, yo, yeah. your baby ready at three hours. Just come yeah. back and take a number and just let us know your number when you get back, so you can just hang. We you ran out, out of white ink. Is that okay? It's like a, <laughs> it's an off white color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made a new color. What about mauve? <laughs> Is that a color, right? <laughs> you got an ivory baby. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, but that is crazy that um you know the CRISPR technology, I didn't even know that you could buy a CRISPR set for like forty dollars. CRISPR? Yeah, that's the genetic you don't know about the CRISPR. Look bro, when you finish this like podcast No 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 when you finish this podcast, Google CRISPR and just go down the rabbit hole. CRISPR. CRISPR. It's not spelled like CRISPR E R, it's like a like you know, it's a couple of vowels missing. Yeah. But um um just Go down the rabbit hole of genetic engineering and see how easy it is. Yeah, I don't know how you because they've been studying DNA for a long time. So, bro, they they know they, they got it. it. They mapped it. They, they got it. it. They put it in the computer. You good? What you want? Yeah. What you need? It's it's really that simple. 
And it's really crazy the way they. I, I still. What do you think of? And we get. I'll say. I'll show you. We get all the way left. I'll show you your article. Cause I'm looking at. Cause I always thought about. You know how they said uh, they canceled all the uh, cloning programs, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, but where are the machines at? Cause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you telling me? Well, what if they? See, I'm thinking. All right, here's here we got to go down the movie route. Okay, All this right. is just a hypothetical random movie in my head about genetic engineering. Okay, what if they genetically modify humans and then the genetically modified humans have a trait where they can send somebody who's a regular human and they view them as a virus? Mm. So take them out. But they don't know they're doing it because it's just the genetic modification is just making them more aggressive towards people who don't have that mind. So this is the mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like I'm just saying, like yo, like it's crazy. But they um they have yo, a lot of it's not crazy. Yeah. But do you know that the president in Africa recently had to put out a statement because they said that he was a clone that he had died and they had a clone replace him. He had to put out a statement really? saying, no, I'm not a clone. Why would you put like, out a statement? Put out a st- <laughs> oh, no. I'm not making this up, bro. Like he, he, In South Africa or something? Is it South I, I, Is either South Africa or... I can't remember. Or maybe not. Oh, it gosh. ain't Nigeria. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, the genetic modifications are all crazy. I know they had a lot of ethical questions about... Look, look. It's on CNN. Nigeria's, Nigeria's president, president denies clone rumors. This is the real me. <laughs> Wait, well, yo, why are yo, you? what future are we living in, yo? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I want to go back to like 92 or something, man. And that CNN reported that. CNN, oh BBC News. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the Times and Breitbart. Like, all of these people are, you know. What's happening right boy, now? Boy, you got to say it's the real me, man. Nah. Like, here go the thing, though. This is the real me. Would, is there another you where you'd be like, no, he's the fake me. Right. <laughs> so did you see the clone? Because you're saying like this is the real me as if there is a clone He's now. standing over there. That's not, that's the fake one. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, that's where, that's where we are right now. We're in total recall right now. That's where we at right now. We need a yeah, total recall. Four-breasted woman. Some terrible one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy, man. I don't even, yeah, but I don't know. That's the real me. Could you imagine? And CNN reporting this. Like, that's why I said it's a real story. It came across. I think I saw it on easy to see MSNBC. I think I saw. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. And that came up. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I, you don't have to click it. The, like, yeah. <laughs> this is the real. There's no way that that's a uh, that that's a that's a real thing. And I was like, okay, this is not clickbait. He this really happened. This this is really happening. Yeah, I don't know, man. The world is getting crazy. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I saw. I was reading. No, no I was reading, but this is a podcast. Um, by Kai Fooley, I think that's his name, and he's like an AI um, investor, um, kind of like a futurist, and basically saying that in the next five to ten years, we're going to have mass unemployment because AI is going to take a lot of jobs from people, so we need to uh, start embracing a future where um, people are following more Drink, following paths that are more aligned with what they love to do because if you tell someone to follow these traditional routes and mm-hmm. go into these traditional jobs those jobs are likely not going to be there True. so it's better for them to just embrace whatever skills they're good at and what they love 
uh, so you could build a, a future that's, I guess, AI proof or just like gives humans more meaning. So he's saying follow your dreams because a robot gonna take your job. Like basically, follow your dreams because you ain't gonna because that's all you gonna have left. Exactly, but he's saying that it can be good because you might be able to do something creative. That's a nice way to put it. Like, but you're not gonna be able to do what you are doing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like for example, if you're doing just massive data entry, or you're doing oh, yeah. like you know all that, you know, you know things like that, I mean, it's or you're doing like that. manufacturing, and all those jobs are disappearing. Um, it, it's it's pretty actually. It actually really is interesting. And then another um, the guy who all you gotta do is get Trump though. He's gonna say that's fake. It's yeah. fake news, man. That's not really gonna happen. Yeah, bro, we can get a, a bot to tweet with your tweet and we'll shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, he said fake news. Climate change is not a real thing. So right. when we have uh, a, a tsunami in uh, New York, <laughs> right. don't be out here. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, he's he's a ridiculous person. Like he's it's just like. How could you take this man serious, man? That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you got a dude who, this is his life's work, and he tells you something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's saying, no, we're going to bring back jobs to Michigan. No, you're not. This dude just told you yeah. that they got No, three, you're not. They got three robots that's going to do all 14,000 <laughs> jobs. Like, right. And guess what? They don't need to sleep. <laughs> right? Right. All you gotta do is uh, make sure that the electricity is good, and we out. Right. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Like you got, you'd be better off saying that we're gonna take these people and re-educate them and invest in them and their children yeah. and make sure that they're doing things that will provide a, a, a larger impact in the future than saying that I'm gonna bring something back. Yeah. Like, come on, let's let's be real. It's, it, it's, it's very interesting the things that he wants to bring back. Like he said, he wanna bring back coal. And I'm thinking, but what you gonna use it for? No, he's saying that to people so they can vote for him. I know, but and they think that he's really gonna. You know what happened? They didn't get those jobs back. No, and they, they then they closed one. They closed so many. Yeah, right. Even the Midwest, they closing plants left yeah, and right. He's talking about he gonna like, he gonna penalize GM for closing the plant, and the GM was like, "Look, we broke. Like, yeah, what, what you, you gonna do? We popped, yeah. and then you doing these tariffs, like, yeah. come on, and like, then you raise the prices of our steel. our steel and you know the things that the components we need to make these things, and then you want. Us to do, come on, you're backwards. Yeah, that's and that's it, it's it's so crazy when he does he does those things. And it's like, yo, you, you ever been in a, a situation? I know I've been in a situation where a girl, like I'm in, this is my girl, and then like some wild shit happens, mm-hmm. and then like I bring it up to her. And then she tried to flip it and make it seem as though it's me. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you said that. Yeah. And she tried to make it seem like you said it. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yo, you want to go to this restaurant, but I told you that it's closed and that they closed it down two years ago. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, no, no. And then you get there and she'd be like, see, I told you I didn't even want to eat here. Right. No, she don't say I want to eat there. She's like, I told you I wasn't even feeling seafood. <laughs> yo. You said you wouldn't. Yeah. Oh my God. You try to flip it on you like, no, 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 this is not me. I'm yeah. not taking it. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking it. That's you know I don't even really like seafood like that. <laughs> you just said you want a shrimp. But I didn't say I wanted seafood. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What year is this? I don't know what's happening here, but it, it feels wrong. Are you a clone? <laughs> I'm the real me. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, man. It's just, it's interesting, bro. It, I always look at it like, what, what are the people going to be doing, like, two years from now? Like, people with regrettable tattoos. Like, yeah. you gonna, this is going to have to age. And so when you yeah when you follow is, when you follow somebody who who says stuff like that I think that Trump comes in with everything we talk about now like no matter what you talk about whether it be sports yeah. music because every uh 
every artist is suing him or cease and desist because he keeps using their songs yes. in their campaign stuff. Yo, you know what we haven't talked about, man? What's that? The lady in Mississippi. I don't know. What the happened? lady, the senator who just got reelected. Oh, the said she said that she would be front row for a lynching if she was invited wow. in Mississippi, running for senator. And then she's elected, right? Yeah. And she's elected. Uh, Heidi, something, right? Some bullshit. Yeah. Oh but, my god. And then, um, and then the second statement she made was that she wanted to. She joked about uh, being able to limit the voting of certain schools. Wink, wink. In Mississippi. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with her, man? And she got elected, bro. Well, Mississippi. She got elected, man. And I was just like, yo, like, that's where we at. Like, yeah, we we're we at the bla- we're at the blatant racist phase now because people were just like on their last leg. Like, yeah, the older we can't do this for too like, much longer. Yeah, you know, like, you know what? <laughs> I don't like nigga. What? <laughs> you be like, what? What is going on? Now that you get, I mean. And I look at all the videos. I mean, we just watched this video with all the, the white people that's getting real bold in public places. Oh, like, yeah, going up to people and trying to assert their dominance and privilege. Even Lindsay Lohan got punched in the mouth recently. What? You didn't know that, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, I don't even follow it, no. I don't follow it. It finds me. But what Lindsay happened? Lohan was, uh, I guess she saw like a refugee family and she, in her mind, believed that the kids that they had weren't their kids and that they were being abducted. And so what? she was live streaming like talking to them and all this type of stuff and I guess somebody was like yo get the fuck out of here they didn't know she was Lindsay Lohan they was some white girl bothering them uh-huh. and so punched Lindsay Lohan in the mouth and Lindsay Lohan broke down the tears cried and stuff like that I was like yo wait whoa that sound like a lot right whoa whoa sound like a lot right that's a lot what so she randomly saw a family of refugees well uh, and she or she believed to be refugees and kid traffickers and then she uh, went to like confront them about their children and it happened to be their children so it was like basically a random lady questioning the relationship of their child yeah and the lady punched her in the face for fucking with him whoa and then she started crying yeah she started crying oh no yo that's why and then she probably cried and acted like she was in she's still on like she had drug issues and stuff. Right? Is she still dealing with that? Is that is this a? If she's smart, she say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh I God. took seventy two aspirin and that shit and some St. John's. Wood. You know how I and am I- off the Xanax. I can't. I can't control this. <laughs> Uh, but just, that's what uh, what's her name did Roseanne said she took some, what, some sleeping pills and it made her racist oh wow that's what she said that made her tweet that and say the lady look like a monkey mm. she said she took some sleeping pills and it had and it turned her racist like I, I like, didn't know melatonin did that to you I, I don't know man like, she, she said look man I took it I wasn't racist before I took it I took it I made sure I ate with it and somehow <laughs> I, I didn't she do it on the empty stomach nah she didn't <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, that's funny. That's funny, yo. It's, I waited 30 minutes after my meal, as the as the direction said. And it's just, I woke up saying the N-word. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's not like me. I usually do that on the, the third and the seventh of the month. Like, that's not a whole month situation. Yeah, you, know? Like, uh, it, you know what? I heard there was a full moon. And sometimes <laughs> full moons make me a little loopy and racist. What? Yeah. Every now, it's not. You yeah, know, it's, it's the pressure. It's the pressure. It's leap years, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you died on February 29th, did I really kill you? <laughs> 
But yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I always question racism, like, because I think the most racist people that I've experienced are people who don't actually interact with the people that they hate the most. That's true. Right? They are is the most racist. The, the further detached you are, the more racist you are. Right? Like, you don't even have a reason. You don't encounter any black people. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go 20 years without encountering white oh, black They say something bad random, like, because you know they all smell like chocolate. Really? What? what? Do you know what we think you... Nah. <laughs> Have you ever been next to it? Yeah, I don't know. I heard they smell like chocolate. I wish. Right? <laughs> you got a little chocolate chick and she smell like a girl dive of yeah, chocolate. Oh Can you imagine walking around smelling like chocolate? Well, yo, I would love that. No, don't go outside. It's too hot for you. All the right? sports arenas would be like smelling so good because all the wind and the chocolate for everybody running back and forth. Like, Black dude wouldn't be, uh, white dude wouldn't be able to keep a woman. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> hey, right? Oh, like, my God. Did you smell that chocolate? I can't never take it to sports arena. Mm-hmm. I, I can't find my wife after <laughs> third quarter. Halftime, it's like, whatever. She keeps saying she loves chocolate. Yeah, that would be rough. I'm not, I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> but that's what that's going to be a study in 20 years. How many biracial people going to be in the world? Yeah, there's going to be so many biracial Everybody going to be brown, bro. Get with it. Mm-hmm. Get, get with get it. Get with it, because everybody makes sense. Trump gonna have to, that's how he's going to try to make America. That's the secret message to make America great again. But you ain't going to do it, baby. No. People going to be brown. It ain't happening. I mean, it's soon, you know, um, the majority will be the minority. And then uh, after that. Everybody's it'll just be a melting pot. I mean, we are a melting pot. So yeah. it's funny. It go, all Americans a melting pot. But then when the pot start here. melting, when everything in the pot start melting, you get worried. You, you just said we're melting pot. You can't control. You can't separate this. I heard an interesting argument, and this is all the way of uh, like political and logistics, right? Okay. They were talking about the border of Mexico and the United States, two thousand miles long, mm-hmm. and they said that the most of the people who come here aren't from Mexico. They're yeah, from like Central America, yeah, Central America. Honduras, mm-hmm. all these types of countries like that. Mm-hmm. And the border from like those Central American countries is only 200 miles long. Right? And they say it's twofold. If you actually help with the uprising and military stuff that, and gang stuff that's going on there mm-hmm. and control that 200 mile border, then the 2,000 mile border wouldn't really be too much of an issue because most of the stuff happens because they're escaping the violence through that 200 mile stretch. And I was just like, logistically, you know that would... That sounds that's like a, a very <laughs> intelligent solution. I have not been paying attention to know that those uh, facts. However, just based on that just little numbers, bit of knowledge... Right? Just numbers, right? That just seems to make so much sense. And I mean, I don't understand. Like, people... Rather than put 5,000 troops on 2,000 miles, you literally oh, don't gosh. have enough people to spread it out. Yeah. Just put a few hundred... Yeah, but then you have stretch. to get permission from both countries at the borders to get you. You think Mexico there. ain't gonna be like, you wanna do what? Help us for, do. Yeah, I know. Fucking right, let's yeah, do this let's shit. Let's do this, man. <laughs> let's go. Let's go in there and, and like bring up democracy. Come on. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, man. I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's actually really fascinating. Yeah, that's <laughs> a that's a strong argument. I'm like, proving wrong. If if he wrong, proving wrong. Man. Yeah, like, yeah I, I wouldn't see. It. I mean, but you know what it is. Smart solutions are always the hardest solutions. Yeah, they're the easiest thing to do. Cause they wanna they wanna make money. They wanna, <laughs> oh, let me get this defense contractor to do this here, and let me. You know, <laughs> right. It's always about you know. <clears throat> so who knows? But I don't know. We the we the melting pot. It's the land of the free condom. <laughs> what an asterisk pot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's an asterisk. Yes, yeah, definitely a strong asterisk. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move away. Can we keep sliding the politics? Man? I know, man. We got to get out of here, man. We in D.C., man. We got to call Scott Free, man. Get it. 
Yeah, we gotta get calm and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get. I mean, I don't know, man. I've been studying recently human behavior, so I've read the uh, the laws of human nature. I read a book uh, article on the adult development theory. I got some other books in the stash I'm reading, and I have to say that we humans are some crazy effed up animals. You have to read nothing to figure that one out, bro. I mean, you're, you're right. <laughs> but it's just like, just the reinforce of like how our animalistic ways, it's just like, we are not rational. And we still think that we, you know, we still base our decisions on like fight or flight, plain, you know, so, you know, African savannah theory. Like, mm. you know, like everything's irrational because we're trying to survive where we don't realize how, especially in America, how, you know, comfortable we are. We don't need to have these irrational behaviors and be so envious and be so like mean and stuff. But I think once you get it, it's kind of like you know, it, with everything. Once you're exposed to it, you you change your mind. Like if you take a person who is really racist and you put them around black people long enough, you're gonna be less racist than you were like, before you started. Right? That's true. They ain't like, oh my you, god, I love you guys. Right? If you take a person <laughs> like. I remember I used to have people that were in like school with me, and then I bring them home with me. Like the people who were like talk about how I don't know what's the allure of being like hood, mm-hmm. but I think that that allure of of being hood, and then you actually go to the hood, yes. like and you there, and you want to put on this facade for school, like when when college, you don't, ain't nobody really hood. Here. Yo, I hate but, that so <laughs> much, man. I hate college students who try still to be hood like what are you talking about you're in college man I yeah I went to a local school in Jersey so you know I was very like home Jersey I'm like straight Jersey boy and um for a long time until you know went to law school but uh when I was in college the people the guys trying to be so hard on campus sagging their pants still Wearing bandana, having a bandana on them. They want to fight. They, yeah, want to fight. We were playing basketball, talking crazy, you know, trying to intimidate you and stuff. And I'm like, we're in college. Yeah. What, what are you doing? You made it. You yeah, made it. Why, why y'all want to post up? Y'all, why do you try to, why do you want to be bold and like roll weed on the college? Like yeah. On the back on, and you know, you, the common area you would sit. It's like, what's wrong? We're in college, man. Like, yeah. there's no reason for you to be that hard because you know what? If you were that hard, you would not be here. True. Like, yeah. you would not be here. Yeah. I don't believe you. I don't, that's the same thing. I don't never. And I just look I at don't believe like, you. Oh, you're wild. Especially, yeah. now that's college. What about when you got to law school? Oh, no. You get to law school and you the same thing. And people. then the same, some people like, like, are you pretending <laughs> to be this way? <laughs> like, is this like a, like, we're in law school like, right if you thought you made it on the first level right yeah yeah like <laughs> you we're in law school and you pretending like you break laws come on stop playing you know what i'm saying what like, are you doing like we, i don't i don't understand that either like you know what's going on yeah people i guess i guess you know what I'm saying you always want to be this person i think the further you get away from who you like where you from is when you start trying to be that person, you know, because nobody really know who you are, mm-hmm. and I think they take that 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 the wrong way. Like you could be whoever you want to be, and this is who you choose. Yeah, that's who you choose. Like this is who you choose. You have so many options, and you want to be this guy. Yeah. Like I, what? Come on, man. It makes no sense, man. But sure. people do it. 
But I mean, I remember. Uh, Everybody want to be rich, Porter, man. Chill out. <laughs> right? I remember when I was out, when we was in law school, right? And it was this dude. And, uh, and when I was around him, you know, I grew up in one neighborhood and then like around high school we moved to the suburbs right, right? Mm-hmm. and so i had friends from both yeah right and you had those that situation yeah. where you know certain friends can only go certain places yeah. like you can't bring everybody everywhere situation right but you are like you know what I'm saying you got both people within you and it's kind of like that movie uh that i just talked about what's that movie? the hate you get the hate you get where she had to do that. Where I mean, you actually had to do both of these things, but this is both black neighborhoods, just different, yeah. different, different expectations. expectations yeah. So when we get to law school, and like this is due, and like I had been living in Louisiana, mm-hmm. going to Michigan, and now I'm like, bro, we in a you know, especially our law school, we were the minorities, right? Mm-hmm. You know, black people are the minority, and now we're there. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to be around some black people. I'm tired of going out, and I'm the minority in the bar. I'm the minority <laughs> when I go. You know what I'm saying? Like everywhere the minority, I want to I want to be around some black people. Right. Right. And so they were like, oh yeah, the the locals there from playing ball. They like, yo, it's a club in Detroit, real cool club. You know. Yeah. And then I heard about it, and I looked it up, and they have a lot of like, you know, saying people come there and all this kind of stuff. The the Detroit uh, Lions used yeah, to yeah, go there yeah, in the Pistons. Yeah. They used to go there sometimes after games. So I said, okay, that's a cool kickback. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like every you know club situation, it's some violence going to happen there. It yeah. always has. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's going to happen. everywhere. Right? And so the dude was all, he's, he's claimed he was from Brooklyn, right? And he gave all these reasons why, oh, no, nah, they be tripping down there. You know, I heard that they be, they, they, be, they had shootings and everything like that. I said, man, I ain't really been to too many spots in life that has not had a shooting, right? Yeah. right? Like, I'm talking even Applebee's and had a shooting in the parking lot, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. <laughs> sure. yeah. But he was he was gone whole about it, and then like my girlfriend at the time, I used to tell her like, I don't know why you friends with dude, like that dude is not what we say he is, like. Yeah. And she told me oh, uh, that I was just uh, hating or jealous of him or something like that because that was her friend. No, oh, gotcha. And so I was like, all right. Turns out this dude was from Brooklyn, but he was from that very nice part of Brooklyn where, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not the wrong being from a nice place. No, it's, it's, it's fine. It's just like, it's just, there's just no need for you to keep a facade of being hard or like, it's just, it's just so annoying when people yeah. do that. Like, why do you want to like talk to me extra hard or try to poke your chest out and do all that stuff? Man? I think, like, you know, yeah, I, I another thing I think is, is because like the glorification of it. As yeah, far as like, I think that's that, true. You know, uh, and I, and they say it time and time again, where the rappers of like the '90s and '80s uh, were the dealers, and the rappers now the users. That's true. That's so true, right? And so these, you know, the rappers are rapping about using all of the drugs that were being sold. You know, all of them having to go to rehab. Whereas, you know, generally, like you never seen like Young Jeezy, Ti, Lil, you know, Lil Wayne's. That we still don't really know, no. Yeah, but you never really man. deal with. Uh, for the most part, the rappers weren't the people who developed uh, substance abuse problems. Yeah. Right? It was it was the, you know, we had our singers that would have that situation. But yeah. it wasn't really the rappers. They were the dealers. And when they became rappers, they rapped about uh, the lifestyle that they led prior, prior to, to, to becoming, becoming yeah, the, rapper. The, the rapper. And, I mean, if we look at the list of rappers who are ex-drug dealers and what they do now... I mean, from Young Jeezy, who who was putting together presidential campaign stuff for Barack Obama. Right. Uh, T.I., who was uh, campaigning for, uh, uh, what is the name? Uh, 
the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, Bottoms. Her last Keisha name is Keisha Bottoms. Keisha Bottoms, right? Doing all this type of stuff. Like, you look at our rappers and how they went for one thing. I mean, look at Jay-Z. Look at, uh, uh, I mean, what Young Jeezy used nah, to say? He don't write, he recollect. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I just look at stuff like that, yeah. whereas our rappers now, and I think they are glorifying their lifestyle because somewhere along the line, we felt like you had to have this stamp yeah. in order to be a, a, a legitimate rapper. Yeah. And we forget about uh, people like Nas that exist and still exist. Yeah. You know, people like KRS-One never had to be. Look yeah. at Run DMC. They never talked about, you know, LL Cool J with a drug dealer. He just says, Mama said knock you out. He yeah. was a <laughs> kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, cool. like, you know, Kendrick now, Big Sean. Yeah. Kind of saying Spectators, they, they saw it, but they didn't live it. And yeah. they don't actually... And, that would be one of those situations where it'd be easy for them to put on like they did. Yeah, it sure could. Not to. But yeah, and I, I just don't understand. Like I, I never understood the allure of uh, being super, super hard. And... Like Bow Wow. Oh my God. Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Bow Wow was one of the most popping rappers in the history of rappers, and he tried to be hard. When bro, you've been famous since you were like four. Yeah, we don't believe you, man. Like you're not. That's not. It's not necessary. But I guess it's. it's Remember he was killing it. He was with Sierra. He remember girl like mine. Bow Wow had the Drake lane. He did have the Drake lane. He had the Drake lane, but chose to fumble. He had a deal with Young Money. Remember? Think about that. Yeah, he, he had, had to deal with young money. money. Yeah, he had that. the entire Drake lane. Yeah, he fumbled that one, boy. Oh. And he just wanted to be, even though his first few songs was kind of dope. Like the it, when he started trying to be a little bit harder. How you write? Like, it, oh, yeah. you ain't bouncing like I'm bouncing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that that was that was a cool. cool but then he just vibe, kept, then he, he kept just, turning. Yeah. And he, he started, he didn't want to yeah, make the girl cool songs. Mixtape too. Green yeah, Light Green, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool series. It was a cool series. He yeah, had a few. A cool series, yeah. But, but I, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he, he took it out on just that overall, because there's no reason for you to be acting like this. No. And, no, and nobody wants you to act no. like that. No. Except for you. They let you do it because we like you. Like, all right, he's just all doing right, this little thing, man. Like, he's Tyrese with Black Tie. Man. Remember that? Yeah. But Tyrese <laughs> is actually from that area, but he didn't have to be like that. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I think that that's another thing. Naughty by nature. Though, Tretch yeah. is a dude Tretch. that people don't play with. Yeah, Tretch. Tretch really did live that life, and he's very well respected, but he chose to make happy, fun music. Yeah. You know that's true. It's, it, I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't get it. I still. I would, to this day, I wouldn't. That's something I would never understand. Like I always told my cousin growing up. Uh, you know, he grew up in seven communities. He was more active in the community than I was because I was always doing stuff and going back and forth to my father's place, who lived in the suburban area. But um, you know, when I come back around, you guys, you know, everybody seems to be cool with you. You know, you know, how do you, you know, survive? You know, out here, you know, moving around. And I'm like, well, because, like, for me, like, they know that I'm going to be myself regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, there are just certain lines I'm not going to cross. Yep. Certain things I'm not going to do. Yep. They can call me a, a, a bitch. They can say whatever they want about me. But there are just certain things that I just will not do. Yeah. And they understand. Like, they, it's not even a question. They'll say, oh, we about to go do this. We about to do this. Yo, where are you? Oh, never mind, bro. Yeah, I know you ain't that. Yeah, like you know, that's the same and that's it. For me. And that's it. Like, cause I would ne- And the thing is, I never wavered. Like, I never like was like, oh, okay, I'll come this time, guys. Yeah, let's go rob this dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it's like, no, I'm not doing that. What are Yo, you crazy? I remember the exact moment 
that life could have been different for me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it's an exact date yeah. and time that I remember it happening. Where, okay, so I was a kid, right? And I used to go to the store. I don't know if you guys had jungle juice where you were from. Like little jungle juice, it was in the carton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was jungle juice and the honey bun with the, the icing on it, the big thick gotcha. icing on yeah, the front, right? The and so they used to sell them sometimes like three, four dollar every now and then, right? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then the jungle juice, because when they sit for a long time, it starts seeping through the carton. Gotcha. So they can't have them on the shelf too long. Mm-hmm. And so when they start doing that, they'll sell them. They put them on sale like mm-hmm. four, four dollar mm-hmm. to get them out of there real quick, yeah. right? to get the next stock in there. And we used to get them all the time. Right. And so what I used to do is I used to go back there and look at the bottom to see if it's seeping, if it's starting to have that little stain where it's going to start seeping through. And I let the dude know. And around the next day, he'll uh, put them on sale. And so I can go in there with like 2 $3 and get like four or five jungle juices and like four honey buns with $2.50, right? And you would think I was a fat kid. I was a pretty fit kid, but yeah. you know what? Everybody had a vice, right? right? So this was this is a hood breakfast for jungle juice and a honey bun was my breakfast sometimes, right? Yeah. So the dude, I called the store, like, hey, are you guys having to sell those jungle juice? He said, yeah, but we're running out. You better have him get up here. And he knew who it was. So I hurry up and got up there. And on the way, I'm riding my bike to the store, right? My boys were like, hey, you know that lady over there who got all that stuff, the candy lady? You know, she go to work at this time, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go in her house. Because everybody knew she's a candy. You know, you got a candy lady in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. She got all that money. Right. And she had nice stuff. And so they said they're going to go in the house and get some stuff mm-hmm. and find the money. Because they, cause they used to help her out or something in her yard or something like that. So, so they, 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 they live in scope in the place. So they asked me that I want to rock with them. Like, yo, you come. You don't have to get in. Just be on the lookout in case somebody come or whatever. Right. And I was like... And the only thing I'm thinking in my head was, yo, I got to let this honey smile, man. I've been talking, to, I've been waiting for this like two days, you bro. You were trying like, to get your entrepreneur on. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually did used to sell them at school sometime. Yeah, yeah. I had the extra, the honey buns, not the jungle juice. Mm-hmm. But, so, I I go up to the store. I get it. I'm happy. And then he was like, hey, you know how you have them hot dogs in the little corner stores? It's mm-hmm. on the little roller thing. Yeah. He was like, oh, you can get one of them. Don't worry about paying for it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm happy, bro. You know, the joy in my heart is yeah. riding. I got my yeah. little bags on the handlebars. Yeah, especially get a free hot dog at, like, you know, when you're young. You're like, yo, free food? You know what I'm saying? From the store, though? Like, right? from the stranger? Like, a store. I got it. It's free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so, he, and so, I'm riding. I'm a hot dog. I'm killing it. And then, I'm riding. I see the police over to my left. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the house was, like, two blocks over. Mm-hmm. And it's on the corner. Mm-hmm. And I see the police over there. And I see two of the, uh, the three dudes that were the robbing house. I mm-hmm. see two of them getting in the back of the car. They went to juvie for a uh, burglary. Turns out the lady was, uh, wasn't was home, but her daughter was. Mm-hmm. So it turned into, um, what is it? It's not uh, breaking the inner. It's like, what is it? Burglary because there's a person there. Nah. It's, what is it? What is the, uh, is the classification for the... When it's on oh, the- uh, uh, home invasion. Home invasion. It was a home invasion. Yeah. So they are juvenile home invasion. They got juvenile life. They was in jail. So they were 21, bro. Oh. And we were like 10, 11 at the time. Oh. And so they went to jail for like 10 years. I didn't see them again until I was graduating undergrad. Mm. And I was in elementary school. Yeah. Or was it? Or middle school. Maybe like 7, 6, 7th grade when it happened. Yeah, it's about well, I graduated high school at 17. Oh, so, okay. my mom's a little bit... Okay, yeah. So, then, yeah. Sixth or seventh grade, for sure. 
But that's what, and that was the same. So if I had been with him, yeah, that was a, I would have been a party to the home invasion because the dude that got away, mm-hmm. they ratted on him. Oh no, we young, we don't know no code. Yeah, I was just... there. <laughs> he was there. He was there too. Uh, I want to see my mom. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, and then the thing is, like, they would see my mom or something like that, and my mom would say, "Oh yeah, I saw so and so," and I'd be like, "Man, I ain't seen him since I was in like sixth, seventh grade." Yeah. And then she was like, "Yeah, he said he had, you know, he had messed up a little bit, had to go away for a little while." But yeah, <laughs> go away for a little while. And and, and that's the thing, had to go on the jokes. That's what they call it. like you, you jokes, and when you're doing your little your little bit or whatever. Yeah, my uh, my uh, family always says when they talk about my uncle's situation, they're like, "Yeah, you know, when you're." Well, when talking to my other little cousins, they're like, "Oh yeah, we young cool in college." Because <laughs> we just go off. Oh, they call it college. Yeah, so she high like, learning. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so she can say, you know, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to go to college. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to that college. Don't go to this one. Don't apply to this one. Don't apply to this one. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But that's the thing, like, and I, and I think like that that allure of trying to be that person and then like if you had a person from those neighborhoods and you was like hey so would you give all this up to go to college and with That's no record yeah, never like no. it wouldn't even be a question yeah I, I yeah I hate yeah it's, it's crazy man and it, sometimes you go to the hood and I, I didn't realize how like hopeless some of my friends were not yeah. meaning that they were hopeless themselves but Mentally. they weren't full of hope mm-hmm. like they're like no matter what they did in life they resigned to like accepting that this is gonna be my life. Yeah. Not yeah. ever re- recognizing that there's other things out there, and I don't even know if they knew that there are other things out there for them because they look around and this is what they see. This is what their cousin did. This is what their their brothers and, and fathers and uncles and they all did the same thing. And you you look and like, man, these guys are so smart. And then it's yeah. just like, no, I, I gotta do this. Yeah. I gotta do this. You don't have to do this because I gotta look like this person. I gotta live like that yep. person. And it's just like I gotta be like this because I'm gonna be viewed as this and this. And it's like, yo, man. You know what though? It's I mean, crazy. I remember if if my mom had never moved me into the suburbs, right? Mm-hmm. So when I lived in the in the hood, whatever, the the people who drove the nice cars and did things like who people who like let's say school start. I remember one time one guy paid for everybody to get their haircut mm-hmm. for school to start, right? Yeah. And another time dude. Gave us like school supplies, mm-hmm. and another time somebody gave us like shoes, right? right? These are all you know, what I'm saying D boys or whatever, right? Yeah, and so, like, those were the dudes that were giving back. It wasn't like some community organization coming there right. giving us stuff yeah. and doing all this stuff that wasn't who yeah. was giving us that, it was these dudes. So, and then they made sure they looked out for us, like. If someone's going down, they'd be like, yo, make sure you're in the house by this time. Don't yeah, be out here late. Like, they yeah. was looking they out for us, you, right? Yeah, don't be out here, you know, somebody's trying to catch up with us. We, should, we gotta so then, make sure you good. So then, when I made it to the suburbs, that was the first time that I saw somebody successful, like, black, successful. Because we didn't even, the, I didn't even know that delivery was an option, except for on TV. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't deliver to our neighborhood because the pizza <laughs> man and all these people get robbed. So I didn't know until I was in high school, like, yo, when he asked me to pick up the delivery... I just hung up because I had no... I don't have an answer for that because yeah. I've never been through that. I, no one ever asked me that. Yeah. My whole life, I'm in high school now. It's the first time where they said pick up for delivery. I'm like, right. what? <laughs> and so, I thought it was just rich people and people that were on TV that got that option. Like, that right. was just something on TV. Like, oh, that's yeah. not real life. Yeah. That's just for TV. And then, I met, like, I'm meeting people or this person's dad's a doctor. He black. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person's dad's a lawyer. 
oh, this person's dad, he's a deputy mayor. Yeah. And these are black people. Yeah, like, oh, but he's an engineer. He's a what? He's a, a chemist? What? I had never seen that before. <laughs> the first black lawyer I met, like I actually met him, I was in my senior year of high school. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, and, and so <laughs> if I never, if I never, if my mom never put me in that situation, I would have never met the girl that I was dating whose dad was a lawyer who ultimately became the mayor, who's like a house representative guy now, mm-hmm. if my mom never moved me out, I would have never seen that. Yeah. And to know that it's possible, and to know that it's possible gave me the hope that a lot of people didn't get. And it's not just, it, it, it took away that, that stigma, like, all right, these are my options of things I can do from being from this place. That dude work at a plant, that dude work for the city, yeah. this dude, yeah, oh, getting a a mail, being a like mailman that. is a big thing, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, it's just sad, you know, because they don't see the opportunities. So. Yeah. And so they don't get to realize it. Like, it's just like, yo, I don't know what's going on, you know? Like, it's just like, yo, man, you can do whatever you want, and it's really true. Like, but... You gotta see it. Yeah, you gotta see it. it it's easy to say it, but yeah, if you see somebody you see doing, doing it, yeah, you see somebody. Wait, doing you do it. what? Yeah, show me your ID. You know, what I'm saying? Like, right, I need yeah. to see. Like, you can't just yeah, tell me that. That's it's true, man. I mean, you see people with policemen and everything, and that was another thing too. Like, people, uh, I think that when we talk about the blue lives matter, all this type of stuff. And if you go to the neighborhood, they think that the neighborhood hate all policemen. Yeah. And it's like, nah, they don't hate all policemen. I don't even need to go to that neighborhood. I don't even need to go to that state to know that they don't hate all policemen. Mm-hmm. They know exactly which policemen are the dirty ones. Yeah. Like, they know exactly yeah, get, which yeah. one. And they cool with the cool ones. They cool with the cool, yeah. And it ain't just a black and white thing, because no. it's some black policemen that's worse than a white policeman. That's policeman's. worse, yeah. Some black judges and attorneys yeah. are just... Like, what are you thinking, man? Like, you do us worse than them. Right? Like, come on, why would you ever think that? Yeah, like, so it's, it's interesting to see the way it works out, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. But that's that's an interesting thing, though, that when you look at, like, human behavior, you, you can't really, it's so many different lefts and rights that you can take on that path to try to figure out what, yeah. what people thinking and why they do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm more studying just to just see, like, what I'm thinking. Because I know yeah. I make a lot of mistakes. I make a lot of the same mistakes. Mm. And I just try to figure out, like, all right, what what am I not noticing here? What am I doing? You know, like, what part of my brain is not connected? What part of my habits that I'm not, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause like, you keep doing it. Yeah, like, why do I keep making the same mistake over and over again? And then even when you try to, like, change it, you can feel yourself, like, oh, I'm about to just step over this line again. Like, you know, like, and it's like, no, you shouldn't do that. No, I want to step over the line. Right? <laughs> it's right there. I could just step over it one more time. It's fine. Affirmations are interesting because I know I saw this one affirmation that said that uh, I know that I'm doing things uh, the right way because it starts getting more difficult. Oh, yeah. Right? And then I'm thinking, but sometimes when you do things the wrong way, it gets a little difficult. No, I I don't know. Sometimes it's easy to do. It's easy to do like what you've been doing. You know, it's so easy. You know, it's really difficult to do hard things. Like, it's really difficult to change. And, and, like studies have shown like before when they, they used to tell you these lies like once you get to a certain age like by time when you're 30 like that's it you can't grow from that point you're just that's it like yeah. you know but that's not oh true. yeah that's true yeah it's like now you, somebody you know that's 40 that's just started law school or medical school right yeah now you know that you can you you know you can grow and you can do whatever you want like 30 is relatively young actually right. but um like it, but it's hard to just like change habits it's hard to say like you know i haven't been like for example, you say I haven't been to the gym in you know, years, yeah. so it's hard to say like tomorrow I'm gonna go to the gym and then continue going to the gym after that. Yeah, you know, like it's really hard because then you have to be new consistent. Habits. You know, add, yeah, it's adding new habits, which say like okay, maybe I need to be more 
you know, personable people. I mean, I gotta be more, you know, out there. It's hard to change those things and like improve yourself because yeah. we are creatures of habits. And that shit is, it's difficult, man. Like, even if you make the same, like, say you make the same monetary mistakes, like, you know what, damn, I'm not going to run up this credit card bill anymore. And then you turn around and you're like, man, I really want that. And it's a sale. Yeah, it's a sale like, over in know, two days. Oh, man, you know, like, <laughs> oh, man, you know, like, I, I got a black one, but I want a white one, too. Yeah, you know, like, real. you know, <laughs> it's like one of those things. So it's like, yeah, the habits are definitely changed, but hard to change. So that's why I end up studying human behavior, because I know I make the same mistakes a lot. I do you know, it's hard to implement new habits and when you're changing. So, and it also helps me to understand some people in my life that can be difficult mm-hmm. so I can kind of understand, like, you know, is this a personality thing? Is this a habitual thing? Or, like, you know, how to adjust to that behavior, you know, in any way. That's a rough one there. I, I need to uh, figure that one out. Because difficult people, man, that's yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard, man. I might be the I might be the difficult one. I'm thinking they difficult. So who knows? Right? <laughs> you never know. Right? You know, I'm the, I think I'm about the that shit problem. a lot. So I'm like, yo, everybody crazy, dog. <laughs> Me, I'm good. I'm 100. Uh, percent But then you realize, oh shit, I'm kind of crazy. I'm too. like 40 percent crazy, bro. I'm not all the way. <laughs> I got I got sneaky crazy, yo. My sneaky, my crazy coming like you. Like, oh damn, you might be real crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nah, the things that you think and don't do, that's how you know you crazy when you mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I should flip this couch over. <laughs> what the? F- you be at work in the break room, right? <laughs> and people don't take this stuff out the microwave fast yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out. I should just stick my finger in that food. What? <laughs> Why would you do that? I'll knock your shit out the table. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you just go on with yeah. your like you don't do it, but yeah, I could. Yeah. And what you gonna do? Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody could like jump in front of you in line. You just want to smack it on the back of the head, but you like, <sighs> sir. Um, I was, I was standing here. You know what I hate? For real though, when you going to work and you walking and then somebody who really don't have nowhere to be and they just be in front of you and they don't walk in a straight line. So when you try to go left, oh, they, they go, go left. left. They you go, go right and you want to push them out the way. And they texting on the phone. You just want to smack the phone out their hand. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you doing, man? Why are you texting and walking at the same time, man? You're like, pull over. <laughs> right. All when people just stop suddenly, bro. Oh, and then look around, turn around. And you just want to push them. And they'd be surprised that you about to run into them. Oh. You know there's other people out here in this world, yeah. right? No. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, man. Yeah. So <laughs> this, this right here, this uh, this little episode, I think that we... Uh, I don't know what we talked about, really. We <laughs> talked about... I don't know. It was deep. It was free. It was, it's, a, it's the freestyle. It was, uh, you know... It just come on. Yeah, well, we gonna name it though, man. I don't know. I, don't know. I think we start right here though. Yeah, yeah.